ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೋ ಭುನಕ್ತು ಸಹವೀರ್ಯಂಕರವಾವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಾ ವಿಷಾವಹೈ ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ಪೂರ್ಣಮದ ಪೂರ್ಣಮಿದ ಪೂರ್ಣಮುದಚ್ಯೇ ಪೂರ್ಣಸೂರ್ಣಮಾದಯ ಪೂರ್ಣಮೇವಶಿಷ್ಯೇ ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ಶ್ರುತಿಸ್ಮೃತಿಪುರಾಲಯ ಕರುಣಾಲಯ ನಮಿ ಭಗವತ್ಪಾದ ಶಂಕರ ಲೋಕಶಂಕರ ಶಂಕರ ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಕೇಶವಂಬಾದರಾಯಣ ಸೂತ್ರಭಾಷ್ಯಕೃತೌ ವಂದೇ ಭಗವಂತ ಪುನಃ ಪುನಃ ಈಶ್ವರೋ ಗುರುರಾತ್ಮೇದಿ ಮೂರ್ತಿಭೇದ ವಿಭಾಗಿನೆ ವ್ಯೋಮವ್ಯಾಪ್ತೇಹಾಯ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀಹರಿ ಪರಮಂದ ಉಪದೇಷ್ಟಾರೀಶ್ವರ ವ್ಯಾಪಕೋಕಾರಣ ತಂ ನಮ್ಯಹಂಪರೋಕ್ಷಾನುಭೂತಿರ್ವೈ ರೋಚ್ಯತೆ ಮೋಕ್ಷಸಿದ್ಧೇ ಸದ್ಭಿರೇವ ಪ್ರಯತ್ನ ವೀಕ್ಷಣೀಯ ಮುಹುರ್ಮು ಫ್ರಮ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ಟಿ ಫೈವ್ ಸರ್ವಹಾರಸ್ತು ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಣ ಕ್ರಿಯತೆ ಜನೈ ಅಜ್ಞಾನಿಜಾನಂತೆಘಟಾಸ್ತೆ ಘಟಮೃದೋ ಯಥೈವ್ರುತಿಭ್ಯಾಂ ಪ್ರಪಂಚ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಣೋರ್ಯಮಣೆ ಘಟೆಯದ್ವತ ಮೃತ್ತಿಕಾತಿ ವೈ ಮಲಾಕ್ಷಣೆ ಪ್ರಪಂಚೇ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮೈವಾತಿ ಭಾಸುರ ಸದೈವಾತ್ಮಶುದ್ಧೌಸ್ತೆ 
सर्वोपि व्यवहार ब्रह्मणा क्रियते जनहि अज्ञानान्न विजानन्ति पीपल डू नॉट नो व्हाट इट इज और हु इट इज दे आर डीलिंग विथ ब्रह्मणा व्हाट एवर वी आर डीलिंग विथ और हु एवर वी आर डीलिंग विथ इज नन अदर देन ब्रह्मा Sometimes a big emperor, out of his free will, may take around in the city in plain clothes and meet with people. You know, people shake hands and whatever, and they don't know who they are shaking hands with. So people do not know agnana na bijaranti. People do not know that they are walking, talking, eating, drinking, interacting with Brahman. Not live with Brahman, as Brahman. Brahmana kriyate janai. People out of ignorance do not realize who they are. Not realizing that I am Brahman. When you am Brahman, my dignity would have been different. We always conduct ourselves based on what our notion of ourselves is. If I am a king, then I behave like a king. If I am a beggar, I behave like a beggar. Brahman, I would behave like that. Brahman means full, complete, whole, with no lack, no want. So there is no lack, no want in me, there is no need in me. Then there is no expectation in me, there is no demand in me. Then I can afford to be only generous because I don't need anything. I can Then the sign of generosity is love and kindness, that's what a person would be. And that would be the real joy of life. The real joy of life would be when we can be kind and loving person. That's a real joy. But we are often not because we brand ourselves as needy. Then there are expectations. Then there are desires. And then they are not fulfilled. Then there are disappointments. Then there are conflicts. How ignorance of not knowing who I am creates so much strife in the life. With the same token, the one I am interacting with also is Brahman. How much I would respect if I was interacting with, you know, with king, how much would I respect? Here I don't respect. I think they are all nothing but, you know, they are simple, insignificant creatures I am talking to, you know. That's how I treat them. I can take liberty with them, I can be angry, I can be intolerant, I can be anything. What does it matter? Understand, this is Brahman. So when, even if it is recognized, even intellectually, let alone knowingly, that, oh mind, remember that you are Brahman. Therefore you must keep your dignity. See, when I am father, then I maintain dignity of father when I am dealing with my children. Is it not so? 
So if you are aware of what your status is, then you conduct yourself according to that status. Remember mind that I am Brahman. I am whole, limitless, complete. It does not behoove me to have this, you know, this kind of desires and expectations. Whether what I am dealing, who I am dealing with also is Brahman. The greater than the greatest. It is not right for me to misbehave in any way. I have to maintain the dignity and reverence. This reality that what is is Brahman. That becomes the base of all the values and attitudes. The values that we are taught, amanitvam, madambhitvam, ahimsa, kshanti, humility, lack of pretension, non-violence, forgiveness. All of these are based on the fact that I am Brahman and who I am dealing with also is Brahman. That's why Bhashyakara would say, that's why Lord Krishna calls his values, Yetajnanamidiproktam, this Amanitvam, Madhambhitvam, which is taught, which are taught in the thirteenth chapter, Lord Krishna calls them Jnanam, knowledge, because they lead to the knowledge of reality. So by conducting myself in accordance with those values, I am attempting to remain as true as possible to myself. When I am a non-violent person, an humble person, a forgiving person, a compassionate person, then I am as close as possible to my true nature. And then I also have to treat you that way, then I respect you also. So respecting myself and respecting you. That is how I can be as close as possible in tune or harmony with what the reality is. It's only when that I live a life of harmony that then one day I'll discover the, the truth. I cannot be living a life which is in violence to what the reality is, violation to what the reality is. I hope to find that this. No, because only when I respect the reality, the reality will only favor me. It's all bhakti. By worship, we are making Ishvara favorable to us. Ishwaran form Brahman, order, whatever you call it. So I think that order in our life is like devotion to that. You make him favorable to you. Anyway, so that is the value. This text doesn't talk about values and stuff like that. It talks about the reality. But so grushyamāne ghatayadvad mṛttika bhāti vibhalāt. When you pursue a path, whether you like it or not, or whether you know it or not, the clay manifests itself. The clay is perceived when you pursue the path, clay is perceived per force. Because kārya-kāṇata nityam, because the pot is the effect of the clay and therefore the effect, I mean, uh, and the cause always goes with the effect. In as much as clay is the material cause of the part, part cannot exist without the clay. Therefore, clay is where the part is. 
And therefore, when you deal with clay, what? Whether you know it or not, you are dealing with clay. When you see the pot, the clay perforce manifests itself. Similarly, what's the relationship between Jagat and Brahman? Karya and Karya. Brahman is the material cause like the clay is for the pot. Therefore, just as when you are dealing with pot, the clay, you know, requires you to deal with itself. So also when you are dealing with Jagat, Brahman shines always, per force, as a very existence, as the very that reveals itself. <clears throat> and still, even though what is is Brahman, there are quite contrary views about it, even though Atma is ever pure, still people look upon the self as impure. Meaning, whenever I brand myself a limited being, the limitation is impurity. How come when the Atma is limitless, the people look upon it as limited? How come it is pure, people look upon it as impure? Sadeva Atma Vishuddhosti Yashuddho Bhadevai Sada To one who knows Sadeva Atma Vishuddhosti, Atma itself is ever pure. In what sense is ever pure? Because of the nature of knowledge which does not admit of ignorance, ever, ever free from ignorance. And all impurities are product of ignorance there, but Atma is ever pure. Vashuddho Bhat, then how come I find that I am a sinner and this, how come I find myself impure? Yasayyad Dvidharajuhu, Knyayanog, Knyayanonisham, just as one Raju or the rope, the wise person perceives that as a rope, other one perceives that as a snake. Similarly, the self that is ever pure and limitless is perceived as impure and limited by the ignorant person. But you are telling us that self always reveals itself. You said that the clay always reveals itself whenever you perceive the power, then, and you said Brahman always reveals itself whenever you deal with anything, then how come Brahman is, then how come you don't know it? See, Brahma Ivabhati Bhasuram. The self-effulgent Brahman always reveals itself, shines in every dealing. Then should not everybody see it as Brahman? This is no, unfortunately not. Even though the rope shines, it will still be taken to be a snake. So even though Brahman shines as Atma, as universe, as one without a second, Ignorance can create a distorted perception. Brahman alone shines. Rope alone shines. But because of ignorance, it's I who takes the rope as snake. And so also Brahman alone shines. Wholeness, completeness alone shines as myself. Alone shines as universe. But because of ignorance, I have a distorted perception. <coughs> Therefore, question then is, Nanu, Atma Yadi, Sadaya Vanish Prapanjatvena Bhati. 
So even though an ignorant person sees a snake, in fact what shines there is rope only. So, so even though an ignorant person may look upon the self is incomplete, the self is whole, even though an ignorant person look upon what is different from you or limited, it is still Brahman only, Brahman alone shines. And just as the snake does not in any way affect the rope, similarly all the impurities, limitations of the universe or his body, mind, sense, they do not touch in any way, affect, and therefore self is ever pure, Brahman shines ever pure. Meaning that the body and Brahman are never one. Brahman is ever shining its own glory. And body has no, does not create any impact upon Brahman. Just as even when the crystal always shines in its purity. And the color does not in any way color the crystal. Crystal is always pure, never impure. Even when it shines orange, it is still ever pure. And so Brahman also is consciousness in the self. Ever shines as pure. Thus, as you say, the self always shines as nishprapancha, meaning free from all the limitations of prapancha of the universe. What is prapancha? Free from hunger and thirst, old age and death, grief and delusion. They are all impurities of the world. Atma always shines in its purity is never affected by anātmā, then kīmārtham dehātmā bhaya, then why do, why did you spend so much time in saying that ātmā is different from body? Why did you do that? Ātmā is never the body. And the body in any way does not influence the ātmā. The body does not create any limitation in Then why did you say ātmā is different from anātmā or ātmā is different from body? Why? So why does a Vedantic teacher describe Dehatma Bheda? Atma is different from body. It is different. Even today also Atma shines in its own glory, is never the body and always different from the body. Then why do you have to say Atma is different from body? It is already different from body. Vivekinaha, Devitritatma Vodatham, Avivekinaha. Okay, this is done for Aviveki. For a non-discriminating person. For an ignorant person who takes body to be Atman. So it is not that we are in any way doing favor to Atma by saying that Atma is not the body. It is for an ignorant person who identifies with the body and takes body to be Atma, it is for that person that it is asserted and repeated that Atma is different from the body. Devaktirita-atma-vodartham for making you understand that Atma is different from body. Viveking is not for viveking. Meaning that separation of Atma from Anatma is not for a wise person. Only for an ignorant person. So, that is said here with 
an illustration in the verse 69. Yafayiva Brunmayah Kumbha Tadvaddeho Pichinmayah Atmanatma Vibhagoyam Mudhaiva Kriyate Mudhaihe Mudha Eva, in vain. So Yathaiva Brunmayan Kumbha. Just as Kumbha or a jar or a pot is Brunmaya, it is nothing but earth or the clay. Just as a pot is nothing but clay. Okay, so, so sometimes, you know, people get so impatient. This is the same example. Many years ago, many years ago, we just started our classes in Ahmedabad. The rope snake is, some fellow got off and Swami, you changed the example. He says, you know. <laughs> Literally, this is what he shouted from me. Well, he was a senior person, you know, but, came by the same thing. Yes, I even run my So that there is no doubt about this. We give different examples and every time we will give a lecture on how, what the example means. This is very clear and therefore we need not have to again remind you or whatever. So, yes, I even run my it's, it's a known fact. Just as the pot is nothing but clay. dehu So also the body is nothing but consciousness. Now that is a big thing. What is the substance of it? This body is made. This impure body, the one limited in time, place, full of all filth inside. That's how they point out it's so impure. This filthy, impure, limited, mortal body. You know what the substance is made of? Consciousness. What is it? Asti, bhati, priya. Because what is is Brahman, what is is consciousness, what is is Asti Bhadi Prem. And so this body is no exception. Not only the world is Asti Bhadi, this body is as much Asti Bhadi, body is as much Brahman. Not only Atma is Brahman, Anatma also is Brahman, so this is an important thing. There is no such independent entity such as Anatma or non-self. What is is? Then you call it non-dual, ekamevadvidyam. What is only sat, or chit, or ananda, or brahma, one without a second. So whatever you take in, what is, this is all nothing but brahman, consciousness. Similarly, his body also is consciousness. Meaning that, atma and body are not different, understand? Because the truth of Atma is consciousness, the truth of body also is consciousness, then in reality there is no difference or no division between the Atma and Atma because there cannot be division in consciousness. Now why do you keep on repeating Atma is different body? Why do you do that? Atma and Atma Vibhaga. The Vibhaga means what is separatedness, separation. Atma and Atma, the separation without division. 
between our self and non-self. Mudaiva kriyate mudaihi. So now kriyate mudaihi or abudaihi. Both the kinds of readings can be there. Second line, last word, kriyate mudaihi. So by the rules of sandhi, kriyate abudaihi. What will happen with a? A gets elided. So even if a is there, it is not pronounced. So you don't know whether it's there or not. That's the problem. You see, these are all the these texts are all heard. Writing is now. So the teacher Mudaiva Kriyate Budai. So what do you understand? You can say Budaihi or Abudaihi also, because then the still reading will be the same. Meaning that both of these readings are applicable. Atman, Atma, Vibhaga is Vibhaga, this division of Atma and Atma is Budai Kriyate. By the wise people, by the learned people, this division of Atma and Anatma is done. For what? For the purpose, for the Avivekis. For those who lump them together, for them, those who think that they do not realize that this is consciousness, those who think that the body is just nothing but made of flesh or five elements, those who think that way. So those who have this kind of notion or delusion that this body is made up of flesh and blood, and made of the five elements, made up of the modification essence of Andamaya, for them it is say, and then still take the body to be Atma. You see? There's nothing wrong in taking body to be Atma if you knew that body is consciousness. You follow? But knowing, knowing or looking, knowing body as a, 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 as a lump of flesh and still taking it to be Atma, what happens then? Then Atma gets confined to the body. The statement is not totally wrong. To say that body is Atma is not totally wrong. When you say body is Atma, that's what Naviveki says. Nignanapansa says body alone is Atma. Meaning that the Atma is truly confined to the body and body is limited in time in every way. And they were taking body alone to be Atma and ignorant person thinks that the Atma is limited in every way. And as we have been saying again and again, it is merely the notion of limitation of the Atma that is the cause of all our strife, all our unhappiness. So how do you help this person? By telling him Atma is not the body. So then at least he realizes, wait a minute, this is not Atma. What is Atma? Consciousness is Atma. So now when he realizes that consciousness is Atma, then we will tell him, hey, body also is consciousness. If you, not right now, as the person stands, who takes only body to be Atma, and therefore in the view of, in the perception of that person, Atma is just an insignificant entity and suffering in a sense of insignificance all the time. 
human being suffers from a sense of insignificance and wants to be significant by wealth and name and fame and power and stuff like that. Therefore, to relieve him from all these stresses and strain and trying to achieve the impossible is to hear you not the body. Who are you? You're the witness of the body. What is witness? Consciousness. All right. Then next step will be what? Look at closely, now that you know that you are consciousness, look at the body closely. What is body? Then you realize that body also is... When you see what consciousness is as yourself, realize that body also is nothing but consciousness. So for the person, aviveki means a non-discriminating person who only took the body as atma. It's for that person that the division of the atma and anatma is done. To help him become free from the notion that body is atma, and when that is done, the next step is to make him see that even what you call an atma also is nothing but consciousness. All there is is one consciousness, one and non-dual. That is the process that the learned people, wise people follow. Not that it is totally right to say the atma is different from anatma. You follow? So mudha. In fact, this position, that Atma is different from Anatma, presupposing there is something called Anatma, is not totally technically right. Because in reality there is no such entity as Anatma. So when the teacher says, hey, Atma is different from Anatma, it's only to help that person become free from his identification with one little thing like body. And the second step then will be told that anātmā also is nothing but ātmā. So this is the prakriya. This is the method that is followed by the Vedantic teachers to help the ignorant people. But once he sees that fact, then there is no division. So, budai mudha eva kriyat. Abudai mudha Because abudai, because ignorant people in vain create a distance between atma and anatma. So then we tell them that you are atma and not anatma. And then, for the wise people, there is no division at all. Meaning that that method is no more necessary for a wise person. <coughs> So that akara prashlesha. So mudhaiva kriyate mudhai for the wise people it is only in vain that this is done that atma is different on atma just to help the person. Abudai, ignorant people also, do they do it in vain? No. Apitu as far as the ignorant person is concerned, that division is real. He is not mudha, it's not in vain for the ignorant person. Is vain for the wise person. Okay. Idanim avivekina kalpita dehatadatim sadrishtantamaha. Idan now avivekina how and aviveki. See, it's not for only a jnani but aviveki. 
Agnani means ignorant. Aviveki means non-discriminating, taking one thing to be other. Viveka is taking, seeing things as they are. Aviveka means taking one thing to be different from what it is. So seeing the rope as rope is called Viveka. But seeing the rope as snake is called Viveka. Not seeing the rope is not Aviveka. Seeing the rope as snake is Aviveka. Aviveka is a problem. If you did not see the rope, there is no problem. Saw the rope, also no problem. When you see the rope as snake, then there is Aviveka is a problem. So Avivekina, for Aviveki, who takes the body to be Atma, Kalpya Dehatarayatmyam, how Dehatarayatmyam, the identification of the body, Kalpitam, the projected identification, the identity of the body which comes from projection, projecting the Atmatvam, the selfness upon the body, that is how the body is taken to be self. Meaning, actually the I-ness is projected upon the body, you follow? The I-ness is projected upon the body and then I take the body to be I. See, I, I don't project the I-ness upon a pot, so I don't take this pot as I. I don't take the table to be I because I don't project I-ness upon the table. But upon this body, I project I-ness. That's how the body is taken to be I. How this happens, that is explained with drishtanta or illustration. So next verse is, so this is uh, Sarpatven as a Raju, that is a Dirga, looks like a, a, a printing mistake, isn't it? Hmm? Raju is Raso Dirga. Hmm? It should be this way, isn't it? Rakaraka. So Visarga turns to Refa and Ref is delighted and the previous vowel is made long. Okay, Dirga. So when we read this verse, then Sarpatve Nayatha Rajuhu Rajatatvena Shuktika Vinirnita Vimudhena Dehatvena Tathatmada Yatha Raju Sarpatvena Vinirnita Vimudhena Yatha Vimudhena Now this Vimudha is real Vimudha Vividena Muda. Earlier also, the, in Pan, this same word was used by the author to say Vimuda means the wise person. Vigataha Mudatvam Yasmat But here is what? Vividena Muda. Who is variously deluded. Because now it takes body to be Atma, then the eyes as Atma, then speech is Atma. It keeps changing, you know. When I am a speaker, that means taken the organ of speech is Atma. I am a seer, that means the organ of sight is taken as Atma. I mean, here, I mean, the organ of here is taken as Atma. I mean, walker, I mean, legs are taken Atma. So, Vividhena, this, this delusion is variously delusion. Vimudhena. So, Yatha Rajyuhu Vimudhena Sarpatvena Vidhiranita. Vidhiranita is determined, ascertained. 
just as the rope is ascertained to be a snake, by vimudhena, by person who is variously deluded. A person who is deluded. On account of reasons such as lack of adequate light. How that deluded person comes to this conclusion that this is a snake. So Raju is a rope, is determined to be a snake by an aviveki. You call it mudha or aviveki or a non-discriminating person. Rajatattvena shuktiga or shuktiga means a shell. Rajatattvena, what is there is shell but the nirnaya the opinion, the conclusion or the ascertainment that arises in this point is what? This is silver. So how the shell is determined to be silver, how the rope is determined to be snake. Similarly, Deyatvena Tathatmada Atma is determined to be body. See, what is real is determined to be unreal. So, Atma is determined to be body. Understand this. Atmada dehatvena vinirnita. Raju sarvatvena vinirnita. The rope is determined to be a snake. The shell is determined to be silver. So, also Atma is determined to be body. So, what you are looking at is Raju, is rope. What is your conclusion? It is a snake. But looking at it is a shell. What is the conclusion? It is silver. Looking at Atma, what is the conclusion? It is body. So Atma is determined to be body. And that is why we have the need for that for, for the benefit of that purpose to separate or divide Atma from Anatma. Now you can, you brace yourself for a number of examples. And you can contemplate upon these examples, you know, if they convey something different. Next one says, Ghatatvena yatha prutve Patatvena yatantavaha Vinirnita vimudhena Dehatvena tathatmata. Yathapruthvi ghatatvena vinirnita. Imagine somebody saying this is Prutvi. Imagine. See, what he has in his hand is what? A pot. He says this is Prutvi or this is clay. This is, you know, thinking that this is clay. Not that it is not clay. Not that this part is not clear. But you know what this fellow says? This is clear. This alone is clear. This much alone is clear. You follow? Ghatat, prutvi ghatatvene vinirnita. Prutvi means earth or clay is determined to be so. A part is determined to be clay. A part is determined to be earth. Part is earth all night. What does he say? This much alone is earth. You follow? He says this is earth. 
Who is this Swami? Suppose somebody says, that's the example, Ghatatve, Yatha Prutve. There's some, he has to be a tremendous fool to say that this is clay and this alone is clay. He's never removed him, you know. He is quite a big fool, you know, to say that this much alone is Prutve. But for someone to say that body alone is Atma is not less foolishness than this, understand? Atma, they are all pervading, limitless is only what? This body which is limited in every way is taken to be Atma, and that means what? The notion of Atma is confined to the body only. That's all Atma is. So somebody says, this much alone is Prithvi. This part is Prithvi all right, but it's not that Prithvi is much more than that, is not so? The body is conscious all, if you say body alone is Atma, is not right. Atma is much vaster than that. Similarly, Prithvi is much vaster. When somebody says, this is Prithvi, meaning that in his notion, the Prithvi is become extremely limited. Then, then he will treat Prithvi as a limited entity. And then whatever complications come from that. Patatve nevatantava he looks at the cloth and says, this is tantu, this is cotton. Not that it is not cotton, but this alone is cotton. Meaning all pervasive cotton, because cotton is present in all the clothes, to confine or restrict that cotton, restrict the pervasiveness or self, cotton in fact, self, all the, all the clothes. But then to say that this alone is cotton, meaning that the scope of cotton is restricted only to one cloth, and there were cotton which is all pervasive, which sell all the clothes, becomes only restricted to one piece. Vinirnita vimudena, dehatvena so this vimuda says, this is atma, this alone is atma. Not that it is not Atma. We say this alone is Atma. Confining Atma to this insignificant body. <coughs> the next one. Kanakam kundalatvena tarangatvena vaijanam vinirnita vimudhena same thing. Kanakam Kundalatvena. He looks at this Kundala. The hearing says, this is gold. Who will say that Swami? Doesn't look like, you know, this doesn't look a very practical example. But somebody can be so stupid to say that this is gold. The stupidity that we display in saying that this is Atma is the same kind of stupidity that one would display in saying that this is gold. Not that this is not gold, but this much alone is gold. Tarangatvenavaijalam. What is there is a wave. This is water. Wave is water. But then in his perception, Water is nothing, wave, the waterness is confined to the wave. 
meaning the water becomes an extremely limited entity in its perception, the gold becomes an extremely limited entity in its perception. Similarly, atma becomes an extremely limited entity in the perception of a person who says body alone is atma. Next one. Purushatve yathasthanho Jalatve namarichika Vinilnita vimudhena Dehatve natathatmata Yathasthanu purusatve So purusatve vinilnita so he looks at a, a, a post, a stump of tree, and says, this is, this is ghost. So in his perception, ghost is real. This is ghost. Jalatvena marijika. He looks at mirage water and says, this is water. Similarly, he looks at the body and says, this is atma. Variety of examples of what we call the moha, the delusion. So some examples are uh, these, where the material cause is the parinami, some examples the material cause is the vivarta. So when they say that he looks upon a shell as silver, that is an example of vivarta. Looks upon the part of that, that's an example of parinami. Yeah. <coughs> Next one. Gruhatve neva kashthane Khadgatve neva lohata Vinirnita vimudhena Dehatve natathatmata So a house is made of wood, no doubt about that. Many wooden pillars and many, uh, you know, the uh, columns and, and, and all of these make up a house, all right. To say that this wood is a house. That only kashthani. There is a lump, you know, there is a heap of wood, let us say. This is a house. Is a delusion. Similarly, so he sees a, a, an iron sword and says, this is iron. Similarly, he looks at the body and says, this is Atma. <coughs> so these are the five verses in which the illustration was superimposing one thing upon the other. Superimposing the snake upon the rope, etc., so also superimposing the idea of Atma upon the body. Sarpatvena ityadi panchanam. So Tikagara says they're so clear that I have not made any attempt to, to explain them. Nanu, Anjithan Nirnakim Karnamiche. What's the reason why this happens? What's the reason why one takes a rope to be snake? A snake is real, that this is rope. So, what's the reason why one has this kind of false perception? 
tadadhyanameva, it is the ignorance which is always the cause of brahma or delusion. This we have repeated a million times, but it is now specified here that wherever brahma is, wherever moha is, where aviveka is, delusion is, when one thing is taken to the other, remember that the cause is ignorance. It is only because of the rope ignorance there, the rope is taken to be the snake. Because of shell ignorance that shell is taken to be silver. Clay ignorance because of it, the pot is taken to be clay. Clay ignorance not knowing the pervasion of clay and thinking that this is clay. That shows what? Clay ignorance. Thinking that this is cotton. Shows the ignorance of cotton. When only a cloth is taken to be cotton, then it shows the ignorance of cotton. So also when the body is taken to be atma, it shows the ignorance of atma. So now, Dvatashami, in twelve verses, the author will tell us how ignorance is the cause of the misperception of Brahma or delusion, Aviveka. Yathavrukshavipariyasah Jalad Bhavati Kasyachita Tadvadatmani Dehatvam Pashyatya Jnana Yogatah So second line is the same. Agnana Yogatah, you know, so that's the expression. Agnana Yoga. What is yoga? Because of the association. Possessing. Agnana yoga on account of possessing ignorance. Meaning because of ignorance. It is because of ignorance that yatha vruksh vipariyaso jalabhodikasyasita Somebody sees a reflection of tree in the water. Somebody sees, anybody can see. We also see. But to think that that is tree, taking the reflection of real, that's the idea here. Yatha vrukshavipariyasa. Somebody can do that. Not that you cannot do that. It can happen. Reflection is taken to real. Like it happened to this, our Mullah Nasruddin. So Mullah Nasruddin was night, you know. Mullit Nair was walking in forest and he felt thirsty and so looking for a well. And he found a water well there and looked inside to see, you know, how to take out water. He had a rope and everything. And he was shocked. See, moon has fallen down inside. The moon has fallen down. Now he's really worried. You take it out. So he brings a rope and makes, you know, a, a, around the end of the rope and lowers the rope and makes a lot of attempt to trap that moon and finally succeeds and then it starts pulling. But moon is very heavy, very heavy. He pulls and pulls and then it comes off and he falls down. <laughs> what happened is this rope got caught in a projecting stone in the well and so it did not. Finally it came out. He fell down upside, you know, on his flat on his back. She says, Ah, now he has come out. <laughs> now he has come. So it can happen. 
Not that someone cannot take reflection to be the reality. It can happen. There are all kinds of champions in the world, I tell you. And we are the champion of all champions when we take body to Vyatma. It's easy, you know, to call them champions. Real championship is this. For someone, one takes the refraction of the tree because of ignorance of the tree. One would know the tree always, its roots are below and the top is above. Here it is very clear that roots are above and the tree is below. It cannot be. So ignorance of the true nature of tree makes him take this reflection of the tree. So just an example of ignorance, that's all. So we, there is no such reflection. I mean, you can stretch that example and oh, in the body there is a reflection, etc. We need not. But how ignorance makes us take thing, you know, to be, so even the wrong thing is taken to be right. If you want to take the reflection, then you can look at this crystal and how the color gets reflected in the crystal, and then one would think that the crystal is colored. Similarly, also in consciousness, the atma, the body gets reflected, and therefore you think that the so just as crystal is taken to be clear and colored, so atma consciousness is like crystal, and the body gets reflected in there, and therefore you think that this is atma. The reflection is taken to be real. So body gets reflected and atma is ever pure and so you take body to be atma. Can happen, which is happening. Next one. Potena gachyatav umsaha sarvam bhati vachanchalam tadvadatmani dehatvam Pashyatya-jnana-yogataha Yatha potena gacchata pumsaha Pota means a boat or a or, or, or raft, you know, pota or a boat in fact. So potena gacchata one fellow is traveling in a boat in the river. What happens? Sarvam bhati chanchalam. Everything appears moving. All the trees on the bank of the river appear to be moving in the opposite direction. So all of our experience, our childhood training experience, you know. So we always look out of the window and those, those lamp posts, the posts, you know, the telephone and the electric, you know. So just as for a person traveling in the boat, those are strange were not there. So boat is an example. So why stationary appears to be moving? Why is in motion? In fact, is boat. But the motion of the boat is superimposed upon the tree, and the conclusion is trees are moving. Similarly, all limitation belongs to the body, superimposed upon the self, and thinks self is limited. Not knowing the nature of tree, the trees are all standstill. They cannot be moving, but then still we conclude the trees are moving. That shows the ignorance of the nature of tree. 
And similarly also to think that Atma is body shows the nature of ignorance of Atma. The next one. Pītattvam yatha śubhe doshād bhavadikas chacita tadvadātmani dehatvam pasyatya jñāna yogatah yatha kasdasir doshād śubhe pītattvam bhavade Sometimes when there is a defect and rise, so many suffering from jaundice, they say. So one who is suffering from jaundice, he sees everything yellow. So it can it happens because of some kind of a dosha or defect in the eye. What is white? Like a like a conch. It's white. The person with defect in the eyes thinks that this is a yellow conch. Not unusual. Those suffering from, I don't know, jandis, because I don't know if it happens or not, but I presume, because eyes become yellow also. In jandis, eyes themselves become yellow. So I guess you'll be seeing the yellow, I don't know. We so say it commonly. That for the fellow, because when we see all kinds of things, you know, which are not there, we keep on accusing people, you know, and so we are told, hey, hey, fellow who has jandis always sees everything yellow. We are showing, you know, that's how. When we accuse other people, you are like this, you are like, you know something? You are like that fellow who only sees yellow because of jaundice, some problem is here. So you are seeing all of this. So probably ignorance. Not realizing that the conch is white in color, taking the conch to be yellow, which shows ignorance of conch. So also not knowing the nature of atma, the body is taken to be atma. <coughs> the next one. Chakshurubhyam Brahmashilabhyam. Sarvam Bhati Brahmatmakam. Tadvadatmani Dehatvam. Pashyatya Jnana Yogatah. Everybody would have experience of childhood when you would be going circles, you know, with a friend. So you hold, both the fellows are turning around. They do it in Garava even today also. When you just go round and round, what happens? You know, the whole world is rotating. When you rotate fast like this on your own feet, then you find what? The world is rotating in the opposite direction. So Chakshurbhyam. In fact, the eyes are turning round. Eyes are going round and round. What happens? So, uh, yeah, sarvam bhati brahmatmakam. Everything appears to be turning. What is turning is my eyes, but I think that everything is turning. So, turning of the eyes is superimposed upon everything, and I conclude that everything is turning. Similarly also, the Atma is taken to be body. All superimposition, examples of superimposition, because of ignorance, is one thing to see the, the world is turning, is other thing to conclude that it is turning, that's the whole idea. It's one thing to see a conch yellow, other thing to conclude that it is yellow. <coughs> 
So today you and I, suppose we see the constant yellow, we will know that it is the problem. But when we do not know the nature of conch, which is why we conclude that conch is yellow. It is, everybody will see the world turning around when the eyes turn, but we know that the world is stationary, eyes are turning, so even if we see the world turning, you don't conclude that the world is turning. The one who does not know the nature of the world that is stationary, concludes that the world is turning. That's all. Similarly, it is one thing to see the body, a reflection of body, or a reflection of Atma in the body, that the body is conscious and, you know, that is one thing. To think that this alone is Atma is another thing. <coughs> Next one. Alatam Brahmane Naiva Vartvalam Bhati Suryavata Tadvadātmani dehatvam pashyatya jñāna yogata Alātma is five grams. This is all familiar to those people who studied the Manduke Kārika. In a dark room, you have fire brand, many with a glowing tip. So imagine that you stick with a glowing tip, you know, you burn. So there is, a, there is a torch with a flame at the end, and the flame then slowly puts, is put down, still the glowing tip remains. In a dark room, we turn that glowing tip in different kinds of shapes, eight is there, circle is there. So you think there is circle there, there is eight, there are all these things. What is, there is no circle there. What is one glowing tip, that's all there is. But it's rotated so fast, looks like it is continuating. What is discrete? What is there? All these little dots. But then those dots are moving so fast there, it looks to us like the continuous thing. So looks like there is sun, you know. So say, Bhati Suryavata. When that firebrand is turned round and round, then looks like it is sun. Is one thing that looks like sun. Other thing to think that it is sun. That's all the difference is. So an ignorant person thinks that to be sun. Tadvadatmadehatvam Similarly also in self one sees the body. Meaning that Atma is taken as a body. <coughs> or body is taken as Atma. The next one. Mahatve Sarvastuna Anuttvam Hyati Duratah Tadvadatmani dehatvam pasyatya jnana yogataha. Even though an object may be very large, but from a distance appears very small. Like the sun, which is what? Thousands of miles in diameter. So when children go in school, you know, to give a comparison of the size of the sun and the earth. Just imagine there is a round plate, a thali, thali. If there is sun, then what is earth, you know? The center, the dark is, is earth. That is the kind of vastness that sun has. But from a distance, sun looks like what? A little ball. So how a thing which is very vast, 
Nevertheless, appears very small. It's one thing that small sun appears small. It's other thing to conclude that this much all is sun. So how distance creates the illusion of smallness in something which is very large. Lord, what about the Lord of those stars? They are huge things. Any number of times larger than sun is a very small star, they say. Those stars are very large. Look, they twinkle, twinkle. Because of the distance. So the distance creates the perception of smallness in a thing which is extremely large. But a child thinks that the whole star, sky is full of stars, little stars. Do you see the star is small and think that it is small, which we all do anyway. Although scientifically we know, but still when you look at the star, we don't think that we are looking at large object. We think it's a small thing only. Look at the Saptarshi and then you say, oh, this is this star and then this is a question mark here and then this is center of a sister and then there is a... Obviously, his conclusion is that star is small. So one thing to see a star small, other than you conclude that that much alone is star. Similarly, one thing to see, Atma, and to conclude that Atma looks very small from a great distance of ignorance, so we think this much alone is Atma, even though it is vast. So it's all right that the body appears to be Atma, but to conclude that body alone is Atma is similar to concluding that that vast object is so small. The other way then, Sukshmatve Sarva Bhavanam Stulatvam Chopanetrata Tadvadatmani Dehatvam Pashyatya Jnana Yogataha Similarly, an object can be very small. But when you see through a what? A microscope. Looks vast. There's no mic- Those days there was no microscope. Upanetrata. In fact, sometimes glasses are upanetra. Pyron B even had these glasses those days. So upanetra is a lens. So which, which, you know, which creates the appearance of a largeness in a thing that is very small. So they must be using those days lenses also in order to view something which is very minute, to examine what it is, they must have discovered ways of this, it's called upanetra or lens, which enlarges the thing. So how? Because of enlargement of the lens, thing which is really minus, very small, appears to be large. So distance makes a large thing appear small, and a lens makes small thing appear as large. And so they can show in the microscope. In this one, when you look at your blood, you know, you see all kinds of things moving in that. There's a drop of blood. All kinds of bacteria are moving. The microscope can be so powerful that you can see bacteria. Bacteria is so minuscule. It looks like it's all worms are moving in there. A microscope makes a small thing look appear large. Similarly also the ignorance makes Atma, the body which is so insignificant large as Atma, 
What happens is so large, it makes the, it's as small as body. That's how there is this illusion of taking the Atma to be body. <coughs> Next one. Kāca bhūma ujalatvam vā Jala bhūma vi kāchata Tadvadātmani dehatvam on a glass surface, one sees it is water. Sometimes water is so still that you think that it is glass. So glass sometimes shines so, shine so well that it looks like it is water. And sometimes water is so standstill that it looks like it is glass. There is a famous event, you know, incident where it happened to Duryodhana, where Mayadanava, a great architect, he is the architect of a Suras actually. Vishvakarma is the architect of the Devas, and Mayadanava is the architect of the Asura. In this case, Mayadanava, the great architect, created all kinds of structures, including a big palace uh, for Yudhishthira. On the occasion of the Rajasu Yajna that Yudhishthira was performing, a very important ceremony, Rajasu Yajna, after having anointed as king of Indraprastha, because ultimately they settled and so this was before the game of dice, that very reluctantly Duryodhana gave away that half-kingdom because he was persuaded and he had no really reason to hold on to it. And so Duryodhana retained his uh, capital as Hastinapur and Indraprastha became the capital of Yudhishthira Pandava. So Yudhishthira celebrated that. But Rajasu Yajna is a yajna, a huge yaga that is performed to establish a supremacy. So wherever the army goes, that, that army will challenge whichever region it goes to and then the king is supposed to have battle or surrender. So Arjuna was leading that army and he has gone around the world and he got all kinds of wealth. That's why he was called Dhananjaya. Anyway, but for that, this Mayadana specially created a huge palace. Because how, how, how many people and how many dignitaries were all invited around the world? And Duryodhana, of course, was one of the dignitaries. And he, he is walking in the palace. And this is the delusion that happened to Duryodhana. This Mayadana had made, the architect had made, just wondrous creation it was. That whatever the solid floor was so shining and beautiful that it would look like water. So you could see Duryodhana lifting his, his clothes because he is walking in the water. When in fact he is walking on the solid floor. When the actual water came, he thought that this is solid floor and there was, and he started, and he fell down inside. So this is, that's the example. Kāca-bhūmo jalatvamva jalabhūmo-ca-kāca. That was not funny at all. Duryodhana's falling down the water was not funny. But then Draupadi thought it was funny. And she laughed at him. Not only that, but remark was made. This shows whose son you are. His father was blind, you know. So, 
and this kind of taunting was done. You think that Duryodhana will just take it like that? No. He was another trunk, you know, he said, he will take revenge. And so that's how Mahabharata. So, Mahabharata battle happened there. From this remark, so that's what they say. How one, one wrong thing said in the wrong place. Like this tongue and the teeth, they were, one their teeth were threatening this tongue. Hey tongue, come on, stay in your place. Don't talk too much, otherwise we'll crush you. He says, don't talk too much. The, the tongue says to the teeth, you know. I say, one word and all of you will be out, you know. <laughs> one wrong word in the wrong place and with one punch, all of you will be out. So beware. So one word is enough. Anyway, that's by the way, but the idea is that such an example is there in the scripture where one sees water where in fact there is solid floor, one sees floor where there is in fact water, meaning that this kind of delusion can happen. Similarly also one sees atma where there is body and body where there is atma, etc. Okay, so we'll continue. I thought we'll finish all of them, but anyway, we'll next <laughs> Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Sutra Bhashya Krutau Vande Bhagavantau Punapunaha Ishvaro Guru Ratmevi Murti Veda Vibhagine Vyoma Vatvyapta Vihaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shanti Hari O Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari O